You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. On this week's edition of Big Drive Energy, we got multiple players making their Uh, debuts in different tournaments we've got our personal athletes that we think could succeed on the pga tour and another edition of fairway or four all right let's tee it up hello friends welcome to this tradition unlike any Screen mashed potatoes? That was mashed. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Big Drive Energy. I am Big Drive Mitch. Uh, I am here with my brother, playing partner, best bud, Big Drive Spence. What's happening, brother? What's up, dude? We are back at the DNVR bar. We're here in Studio B. We've got our abs gear on. We're fucking ready to roll. We got some unfinished business with the Avalanche that we're going to hopefully take care of finally this year. I'm sick of the second round exits, as I'm sure the entire fan base is, as well as everybody here at DNVR. So... We're excited to see if we can build on that, maybe bring a cup back to Denver. I heard the cup is going to be here this weekend at the DNVR bar, so you may want to come check that out. Get yourself a ticket if you can. Uh, but yeah, so this feels good, man. I'm wearing a Kale McCarr jersey, getting ready to roll over to the ball arena. Uh, I can't remember the last time I've been at ball arena, to be honest with you. Uh, I think we were there in the spring. I just think you have a bad memory, if I'm being honest. It, I feel like we weren't allowed to go to games for a while, and then they just totally cut it off again. Like we Yeah, were it feels like it has been forever, and now it just kind of feels like it's back to normal, but it doesn't even feel normal, so it's all a little bit weird. Yeah, I'm only about a half a Red Bull vodka in, so I'm not too excited yet. Like I've noticed that since I've gotten older, unfortunately, like I don't get as excited for shit anymore. Like, I don't know if that's just an old thing. Like I still love the Nuggets and the Broncos and the Avs. We the might Rockies. just be sad. Yeah, sad could be it, but... Just adults. I think adults are all kind of sad. Yeah, like, I just used to remember waking up and having this fucking 
like pit in my stomach all night, like couldn't sleep, going to the Nuggets game the next day. And now I'm kind of like, fuck, I may just want to watch it on my couch. Like, are yeah. we there? Are we already there? I don't know. Are we fuck, there? I'm 27. Are we I know, already I, there? I don't feel old enough to feel like I'm there, but I think we're transitioning there. Like, I think we go to an appropriate amount of games. Um, for those of you who don't know real quick about the NHL, the NHL is making its debut um, for the first time in 17 years again on ESPN and TNT tonight. So ESPN having hockey back is going to get a lot more exposure to all markets, which will be super cool. And the Avs have a shitload of uh, uh, primetime games this year. What are like some like 20 games? Yeah, around 15, anywhere between 15 and 20 on ESPN and TNT. And they're playing that ESPN hockey music today, like replays from last night. Oh, yeah, oh, that, that shit will get you going. And and just like we've talked about in golf, more exposure for the sport's never a bad thing. And so totally. I'll take it for hockey. Hockey's kind of one of those sports where the – I wouldn't say the barrier to entry is as challenging as golf, but it's just not as frequently watched by people who don't know what it is. You know, once you watch hockey and you see the intensity and the, the crazy fans, it is so much fun. Like Spencer and I just – I wouldn't say recently got into it, but we haven't been diehard since we were little. You know, we we've kind of grown into the sport in our twenties, so we are very stoked about the Avs home opener tonight. Um, Spence, how you been doing, man? What what are your last couple weeks looked like, or your last week? I'm sorry, since our last pod, dude. The week has been good. I had three days off in a row. I got to take care of like some personal shit on uh, Monday. Nice. Oh, shut the fuck up. Okay, let, let me uh, let you guys in on a little story here. Mitchell fucking never works, so <laughs> he's always, like, complaining about how much he's working, but he's never that actually is working. That fucking funny. Like, t- today, for instance, I've texted him this morning. I uh, worked, like, five hours. Oh, okay. yeah, fucking five hours. It was hours. a long day. I watched a little Squid Game. Shout out Squid Game. That show's fucking insane. Um, okay, I think we are going to touch on a little bit of golf at some point here on this well, episode. Well, no, I'm not done with my fucking story Oh, okay, keep, so okay go ahead. You're Mitchell's ass, I'm like, dude, all right, you can come in a little later today. Like, You come in at like 8, 8.30, he rolls in like at 8.37, whatever. You know, I'm not. I'm going to let it slide. But he rolls in at 8.30, and then all of a I sudden... I do what I want. All of a sudden, fucking 1 o'clock rolls around. This motherfucker's out the door quicker than I can even say goodbye to him. And I found out I still have a meeting at fucking 2.30... That lasted until almost 4, 4.30. So I wasn't happy about that. Uh, Mitchell's leaving early. Mitchell's pissing me off. So And then I'm going to I, I'm leaving for Coeur d'Alene, Idaho to do some golfing tomorrow. So Yeah, so talk um, a little bit about that preview. Let's preview your Coeur d'Alene, Idaho trip real quick. So I am playing. The plan is to play three different courses. Um, I, I am, I'm not positive which what one is called. I'm playing the club at Coeur d'Alene which is known for its island green, uh, the one that you actually take a boat out to, the iconic one, so that's going to be pretty insane. Yeah, don't they move that shit with a boat? Yeah, they just pull it around. You can change distances with a boat. If you haven't seen it, Google it, look it up. Um, but it's insane. They usually play it anywhere from 150 to 180, uh, depending on the day. But, yeah, you literally take a little ferry over to the green. Um, so, yeah, Google Coeur d'Alene Resort if you can figure can out how spell to spell that. C-O-E... <laughs> U R D A dash L E N E. Oh, or I think that was massively D, fucked up. No, wait, wait, wait. D dash A L E N E. I guarantee you that's correct. All right, do it one more time. C O E U R. C O E U R. Space D <laughs> apostrophe A L E N E. 
Oh, wow. Good. Good looking out. Yeah. Most you people have no fucking idea how to spell Coeur d'Alene. I didn't for the longest time. But. It's a city in northwest Idaho known for water sports on Lake Coeur d'Alene, plus trails in the Canfield Mountain Natural Area I don't and know Coeur d'Alene National Forest. fucking Coeur d'Alene's Wikipedia right now. But then I'm also playing, I want to say Gaza Ranch, if I'm not mistaken. Gaza Ranch is another... Can we uh, get a language of origin spelling on Gaza, please? <laughs> G O Z Z E R. It's not a. Oh, geez, that's that. Not some. Cra- yeah, it's not some crazy ass word. Um, not like gauze, like the shit you wrap around your arm. That would have had any kid in the spelling be fucked up. Oh yeah, they, sure. nobody knows what the fuck they would have been drawn about. on the back of their little fucking name tag for yeah, twenty minutes trying to figure that one out. Um, and that place is just super pure. All these places are pure. I'm very lucky to be able to go on this trip. And then, uh, the other place I'm playing is called the Ranch at Rock Creek. And unfortunately, I don't think actually Coeur d'Alene, the resort course is accessible if you play the resort or if you stay at the resort. It's not inexpensive, but then the other two are country clubs. So um, I've got a bit of a hookup. Shout out my boy, Nick Clary. He's my boy. Yeah, I can feel I can see the silver spoon sticking out of your mouth. So why don't you shove it back down your throat? Okay, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take that silver spoon and put it where the sun don't shine. Uh, but this is my first vacation in a hot minute, so I don't want to hear it from Spencer. He's been gone every other weekend, bachelor parties, weddings, just fucking living it up while I'm grinding away on the weekends. So uh, I deserve this. I earned this. And if you don't want to admit that, then you can get fucked. Okay, well, earned earned it is. Earned <laughs> it is. <laughs> there we go. All right, so on to a little golf. We had a couple of debuts this week. We had some lit electric all the other exciting millennial terms, adjectives, is that what that is, an adjective um, for a debut, yes. a debut, a debut? A debut is a, a debut. noun, so you'd be describing a noun, so yes, that's an adjective. Uh, okay, so we had the one and only J.R. Swish. Okay, Our uh, boy. First of all, he's a nugget. He's a thugget. He's, he's always, been a nugget. He will be a nugget till yeah, the day he dies. I don't give dies. a fuck who we wanted. He, we wanted we raised him. Yeah. We raised him. We raised J.R. Smith. He's fresh off the boat, partying with the L.A. Lakers. Now he's playing high, or high school golf. Fucking <laughs> high school golf needs to I get. think he graduated high school. I'm not positive on it's that. It's probably not. Uh, you know, who we, knows? I don't know. We may have to check his Wikipedia page. But um, So J.R. Smith is now playing golf for NCA&T. North Carolina. Isn't it upstate? Agriculture and technical? I think. Maybe. Upstate? No, that no. It's N C A and T, bro. They're like the Chanticleers. No, that's not <laughs> that's not them. Let me uh let me uh do some research here. I'm gonna filibuster while I do um, some research. Yeah, so anyways N-C-A-N-T. he made C A and T He's making this program famous, I'll tell you that much. Oh, like, for sure. Agriculture and technical state university. Fuck yeah, let's go. Point for me. Basically, yeah. Um, North Carolina's version of, or South Carolina. North. North. NC, okay. NC, I'm NC. sorry. North Carolina's version you're, of you Texas You got South, South Carolina upstate in your fucking mind because Tory Craig, that traitor fuck, went there. Oh, okay, yeah. And Who I'm glad you didn't win now, a title. No, he plays for the fucking Buck. Uh, the, 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 oh, the, the Brooklyn Nets now, I'm pretty sure. Uh, probably. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure he plays. Deadass. Uh, dude, I'm just fucking going. This dude's Google, just. Google fingers. Google fingers. Just scorched Tory earth on Google's going. Is what Pacers. Spencer. He's a pacer. Oh, well, he's, not, he's not winning anything there. Fuck so. that whole state. And fuck the Colts. Can't even cover against a goddamn. Can't even win a game against a goddamn Ravens. <laughs> yeah, that was if a, you know, was, you know. That was a sore loss. Um, uh, anywho, so Jer Smith made his golf, his co- collegiate golf debut. Um, I can, I can definitely say I've seen him swing. 
it's not great. Like, he, he looks like a decent amateur that shoots in the mid-80s. Um, but North Carolina A&T, why would they turn down that kind of pub, you know? They're, it's putting their, their fucking program on the map. Uh, give you a little idea of his swing. Sucks it way inside like a lot of amateurs do. Hands get a little deep at the top. He's got this little over-the-top move. He's going to hit a decent amount of poles, decent amount of fades. I'm just giving people the facts. Like it's just, I love it. Yeah, Fuck no, you don't. No, I do. Fuck I, you. I actually love it. I was okay. trying to make it funny. No, yeah, like finish up like nobody gives a shit no no what no, you're no. right about not at all no okay. fucking let's go into it liar let's i already in. did right, well finish it up again i already did no. it, if you weren't listening then get fucked rewind it all right fine so jr smith made his debut in college at the uh what was this tournament it was in arizona was it it was in arizona you mm-hmm. positive well first of all a motherfucker rolls up in a bentley yeah like i'm not sure if he traveled with a team to arizona like, they maybe took like, the Team Suburban over. Yeah, like, like he's, the, he's not doing that. Yeah, he probably flew private, landed, rented a Bentley, and rolled over to the golf course. Like, can you imagine playing with him? No, can you imagine being some kid at some random-ass small Division two golf school, and you Are they D2 up? or are they D1? That's a great question. I think they might be small D1. That is a great question. I could be wrong. No, you're probably right. Like an FCS school, if you had to put it. I think, yeah, you're probably right on that. Like UNC is. I think they're like similar to Northern Colorado. Um, not a not a big D1 school, but they are D1. But I, I know for a fact if Spencer had to play with J.R. Smith, he'd shoot 100 because he would just be half rock full <laughs> – I don't. I don't really. Can we say that? I don't know. Yeah, I think he'd have a half chub. Everybody knows what, what yeah, he's trying to say. He, you'd be stiff the whole time. Let's just put it that way. And I'm not talking about your back. Um, <laughs> Spencer's just very. It's either two thing. One thing is going to be stiff, and it's not my back. <laughs> and my back is limber. Um, but Spencer just fangirls over a lot of athletes, especially Denver athletes that he sees. Um, we did buy. Dude, I'm, get, I'm getting better about this. Yeah, you are getting a little bit better, but you still like look at them like, oh my God, they're... Yeah, it's still pretty shocking. Like the second coming of Jesus, they're like walking on water right in front of you, or was that God? I'm, I don't remember. Um, but Spencer would definitely at least shoot 100. I think I could... I would just be like motivated to beat the shit out of him. I'd be like, you can't... Oh, this I is te- not your sport, bro. I would, I'll... I'll murk you in this i tell you what i would definitely be getting trying to get in a money game with jr for sure little side action he, he shot 81 the first day and he also got attacked by a swarm of bees i saw that yeah he got fucking what he, a hero he stepped on a bee's nest while searching for his ball dumbass <laughs> so clearly he's having a great round he's look in the where you're leads. looking searching for his ball yeah it's at the elon phoenix invitational so he he teed off number five, uh, teeing off as a number five guy for North Carolina A and T. Smith proceeded to shoot eighty three seventy eight, good for plus nineteen and solo eighty one, heading into Tuesday's third and final round. This is Golf Digest, by the way. Make sure I properly cite my sources. But he had to get in a medical cart called over after stepping on a beehive and searching for his ball in the woods. Currently on the twelfth hole and now letting other groups play through while he's being evaluated. So nothing short of an electric debut for the one J.R. Swish, NBA champion, now living his dream, his true dream out. Okay, okay. Let's just go back to how big of a dumbass Spencer is. Uh, Elon's 
mascot is Phoenix, the Phoenix. That oh is not God, where. That's so fucking embarrassing. That is not where the tournament was. It was. <laughs> it was fuck. at Alamance Country Club, in North. I want to say it's that's in North Carolina, um, but either way, Spencer thought it was on a completely different side of the country. Wow, uh, I really fucking did my research here. Yeah, I just yeah. saw Phoenix, dude. What do you think? Of you didn't th- think possibly that well, I think Phoenix. I think golf, but Arizona. The and only PHNX. time Arizona, if you don't, okay, fair enough. Plug in PHNX. The only time they play coll- collegiate tournaments in in Arizona is when the weather's shit everywhere else in America. So they're not going to be playing it in October. Yeah, They're, this is a serious mishap on my part. So I let's will. see where Alamance Country Club is real quick. Or Are there I, bees in South Carolina or North Carolina? I didn't know. Yeah, that. they have a lot of insects, dude. You, yeah, it's in North Carolina. You're a dumbass. Wow. Okay, so he drove a Bentley to his own tournament. I think, yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Is he living in a dorm? Do you know? I don't do, think Do we know? He's probably living off campus if I had to take a shot in the dark. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's got a pretty decent setup. I wonder if he's getting paid under the table at all. I don't know what uh, NCANT's budget is for that kind of shit, if they got any big donors. Um, But, yeah, so JR shot 81 what? Uh, 83? Something like that. Something not very good. And I think he shot 78. 81, 78. Okay. 78. He opened. Okay. So he opened up with an 83 before bouncing back with rounds of <laughs> bouncing back with rounds of 78 and 81. Okay. Yeah. So that's your average eight handicap. I mean, maybe like a six. But he, dude, you got to admit, I don't know if you watch the highlights on Twitter. He, he hit some, some really good, good shots. shots. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing with the way he swings it. He's going to hit good shots, but his bad shots are going to be bad. Like 50 yard poles into the, into the desert, apparently, as, as far as Spencer knows. Down there in Phoenix. Oh, fuck, um, that's so bad. Like, we should but, probably just cut the pod right now. Yeah, we should probably just end <laughs> it, but we'll, we'll keep going. We'll push through oh. your uh, your idiocy. But it, we've talked about this multiple times going back to it. It goes to show you how hard golf is. Uh, a lot of guys, they're like, oh, golf seems super easy. You know, you're an athlete. You think you can do anything. But golf is very, very hard. And... That may be the millionth time we've said that on this podcast, but I'll say it again. Golf's fucking hard. And J.R. Smith learned that firsthand this weekend. Right? I mean, kudos to him. In all honesty, breaking 80 is pretty impressive because, you know, there's it's there not is, a t- it, there's a little bit of me. pressure. Yeah, I'm drinking Breck Brews. It's got me all fucked up here. Uh, but there's a lot of pressure. So imagine this. Let's Let's – Wind up two things side by side here. Um, J.R. Smith winning like an NBA Finals, like you have a three pointer to win the NBA Finals, versus like sinking like a ten footer to win a collegiate event. I don't think there's any side by side. You know, like I think that's why J.R. could possibly do this. And we are going to touch on who, what athletes we think could succeed on the PGA Tour that are non golfers completely. But J.R. has been in so many big moments in his NBA career. Like, I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I, I think the amount of pressure he can take on is a lot more than um, some random college kid playing golf from North Carolina. So, kudos to him, man. I, I respect it. He's talking all over Twitter about getting an education. Totally respect that. Do your thing, man. Um, a lot of people don't have the net worth he has to be able to afford to, to go to school full-time and play golf as a 30-some-year-old. 
36. Damn, he's old, bro. Well, Wasn't he like 19 when he started with the fucking Nuggets? Yeah. Yeah, so he was literally 17 years ago. Yeah. Wow, we were 10. That's crazy. Yeah, that, 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 up that adds JR. up. JR yeah. was our boy. I, I, had, I think one of my first ever jerseys was a J.R. Smith jersey. But here's another thing. Does a 70, uh, does an 83, 78, 81 tell you, like, that tells me that he's like, this isn't a complete publicity stunt. You know what I mean? Like, there was other college kids that oh, have grinded definitely. their whole lives I don't to think get, he was and in he last beat place. three of them. No, he beat three of them. Three, uh, he was 81st out of 84. Okay. So, like. A couple guys had some rough weeks. Yeah, but yeah. no, completely. Like, if he just shot 95, I'm like, this is a fucking joke. Get him off the course. Yeah, I, I can shoot 95 at a fucking college tournament. Still, I would hope so. Barely, but I can do it. <laughs> Keep it in play. But yeah, so we had to talk about Jr.'s debut. Pretty darn cool. Like I said, kudos to him. He is dipping his toe in a little bit of a different pond, and uh, we will we will kind of keep track and follow what he does because it seems to be all over ESPN all the time. Anyways, what his collegiate career looks like with with college golf. So, um, Spencer, who else made their debut this week? So little John. John Daly's son, John Daly Jr.? No, what's his name? It's not John Daly Jr. Um, fuck. No, I think it is, maybe. I think Little, little John. Little I think, John. yeah. Okay, John Daly Jr. made his debut. JDJR. And uh, he uh, definitely takes after his dad. You would hope so. Tail of two rounds. So he, he fires 83. So J.R. Smith's got a one shot lead on him. This is different tournaments, okay? My, John Daly plays for This Arkansas. one's not in Phoenix. This one's definitely not in Phoenix. <laughs> Hey, maybe it is. I don't know. I didn't look that up. But. I think they still play in Arkansas, pro- or in, they're in the probably the SEC somewhere. Yeah, Southeastern Conference. Who is now no longer uh, has two teams in the playoff because Iowa's number two. Quick plug. <laughs> we're gang, a, we're gang. a DNVR podcast, but we do like some Iowa Hawkeyes, so you got to respect that. But anyways, John Daly shot eighty three, so Jr's up one. One sh- or one round up two strokes on him, and then he followed it with a sixty-eight. So talent definitely there. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. His swing is so good. So give me a, give me a little little rundown on his swing. Um, Lil John, his club face is in a really strong spot at the top, and that's where golf is going now. Is a lot of guys are getting their club faces in more of a, a, a strong position. If I mean that's what we like to call it. You could call it shut. But it's not necessarily shut because it allows you to have that rotational freedom. So then he pivots really efficiently. If you don't know what pivot means, it means you rotate properly. So you're turning through. He doesn't have a pivot stall or anything. Um, he's got pretty high hands at the top, if I recall correctly. I don't have the video in front of me. But then he he rotates his ass off, gets his chest way open, um, and just hits it super pure. And he's long as hell. Like He hits it really long. His swing's definitely not as long as his dad's is. It's more of a modern golf swing. His dad's is definitely um, old school a little bit. He gets across the line at the top. Club face a little open or neutral, I'd say. Definitely not closed. And then uh, and kind of just wheels it down at the end and and somehow hits it pretty straight for the most part. I mean, he's had his days like everybody, but um, you win a couple of majors and win a bunch of other shit, then you're doing pretty well for yourself, but... Him and JD swings look nothing alike. Like, uh, like Tiger and and what's his son? Um, I forget his son's I name. I know he's eleven. That's yeah, all I know. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, their swings actually look fairly similar. Um, I think 
Tiger's son is kind of emulated. What is his son's name? I wanted to say Eldrick, but isn't that Tiger's That's actual Tiger's name? That's Tiger's real name. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Perry? Uh, f- fucking Fuzzy Woods. I, <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I can't remember. Um, but JD, the little Charlie. John, Charlie, thank you. Yeah, little John Daly's swing looks nothing like his dad's, but I think he will be very successful. We've seen him at uh, the PNC Father-Son Challenge. He's played with his dad a few times. And even when he was like 13 or 14, he was starting to bomb it. And we were all waiting for his college debut, for him to get out there and see what he could do. But I think it's really cool he's following his dad's footsteps, going to, to Arkansas, Woo Pig. Um, they're just a bunch of rednecks. That I, I'm sorry, I'm not. Oh like, wow, I just don't think we can do that here. <laughs> we can't say that. Canceled. Uh, canceled. Well, okay. Get, I'll tell you this: if nobody's ever seen this clip, John Daly owns a, a golf course in Arkansas that he mows his own greens and shit. And they did a TV interview with him on his golf course. He had a pair of jeans, no shoes, no shirt on, drinking a beer, and I think he like hold out for eagle on. Like on this little news clip that some local Arkansas news did for him. So if that's not redneck, I don't know what is. Like, tell me, and I wouldn't say redneck's even that derogatory of a term. Um, it's a little backwoods shit out there in Arkansas. When we don't get to record a podcast ever again, we'll know why. Yeah, that's fine. It's not fine, but it we'll we'll figure it out. All right, so a we'll little more, it. a little more facts. Cut little, it, Spencer. Cut it. Cut it. A few more facts on. John Daly the second, which I fucked up his name. He's going the official website, Arkansas website. He goes by John Daly the second, so I don't want to mess that up. He played as an individual. Uh, his team d- he did not make the trip to the Carmel Cup at Pebble Beach, unfortunately for him. Um, but he did play the Blessings Collegiate Invitational this weekend, where he made his debut, which was what we're talking about, I think. And it's right by the campus in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And he's playing, like I said, playing as an individual, so his team doesn't count, his score doesn't count towards the team score. But, like I said, finished 11 over 83 in the first round with just one birdie, six bogeys, and three doubles. And, you know, like, we all got the first round nerves. I get them every round that matters. Um, It doesn't ever stop. But then in the second round, he bogeyed the second hole and then got rolling, made... Seven birdies and two bogeys the rest of the way to shoot four under 68, which is fairly impressive because the 68 was basically one of seven rounds at 68 or lower in the entire field at this tournament. So well done for him, but he's he's uh, he's ready to rock, man. I feel like he's got the first round jitters out of the way. And well, he's played two rounds, so yeah. Well, yeah, but he shot 78 the last day. Finished the tournament 13 over, 49th out of 52 players. So him and JR both not the worst, but uh, not the best either. Not the best debuts. No. One might have a future in golf. One, like, what is JR's goal here? Like, do we know? To get a degree. Does he want to, like, be a lawyer or something? Or I, I have no idea. What, what is a known for? Um, agricultural and technical, y- yes, probably. Yes, dumbass. That's probably why they're called Jeez, A&T. Louise Spencer's on a roll today. Um yeah, I'm not sure what he is getting his degree in. I don't think that's what they're talking about on ESPN, unfortunately. I'm not sure if they care what his major is. but uh, So that got us thinking when, when we thought about JR playing, profe- or playing collegiate golf. Like, What other athletes do you think could make the transition from not golf to golf? 
Well, I think either that, during their career, after their career. So, and we we're we're not gonna just throw out the obvious ones because Tony Romo. There's a few guys that have had pr- actual, not professional starts. They've played in professional events as amateurs, but there's some really really good sticks. But we're talking more about guys who don't golf that we think could possibly succeed in golf. Well, I I think it's not necessarily fair to say this because he doesn't not golf, but I feel like. He so he's a pitcher, MLB pitcher. We're both his guys. Kyle Freeland. Kyle Freeland. Yeah, he could definitely make because when you're a pitcher. So Tom Glavin, incredible golfer, and John Smoltz. John Smoltz, both incredible golfers. We know Michael Jordan's a great golfer. We know Steph Curry's a great golfer. We're not gonna we're not gonna pinpoint easy ones here, but I do believe Kyle Freeland, like he has that just competitive edge and. Golf doesn't He's a seem, grinder, yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like a sport where you need to have like fire. <laughs> it doesn't. Tiger had fire, and he brought fire to the game, much like Tom Brady's brought fire to being a quarterback, and people respect and love that, and that makes them fans of him and makes his brand grow. Yeah, but Kyle Freeland's definitely a guy I could see coming, hopefully onto our pod at some point. I also, playing professional golf, big Kyle Freeland guys. Um, and I agree, and that's the thing, like you said, you, you can't you have to have fire, but it has to be focused in a certain direction. Like golf, and I would say golf and pitching are almost similar with the precision, the mechanics. Um, there actually is a few similarities with arm positions with pitching in the golf swing, which is pretty insane. Um, but I definitely think Kyle Freeland and a lot of pitchers are good golfers. There was a pitcher, I can't remember his name, he pitched in the Diamondbacks organization. Um, and he's now winning on mini tours down there after he retired. So, and I don't even know if he necessarily retired. Uh, I think he kind of had a, an run of the mill MLB career, you know, run of the mill MLB career. I don't say that lightly, but now he's actually winning on the mini tours, like playing very, very good golf. So definitely doable. Um, I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction here. I'm going to stay with the hometown teams, uh, but I think Jamal Murray would be a very good golfer if he actually, like, put his mind to it. He's kind of got the build for it. And also, he's just got that that insane focus and that mentality and, like, that all that zen stuff he did with his dad when he was a little kid. And all the, uh, the meditating, things like that. Just the, the mental awareness and the focus. I think Jamal brings that to the table that a lot of athletes don't have and... And physical capability does bring part of it into the equation, whatever. But I think mentality is definitely what sets Jamal Murray apart, like just the way he thinks and the way he carries himself as to uh, playing golf successfully. Like anybody can make a good golf swing eventually, you know, with the right instruction, this and that. But the mentality is what sets those apart from the others. So I think Jamal would, would be a pretty damn good professional golfer if if that was something he really decided to do but I think we remember last year when they were down in Florida f- during the pandemic in the bubble they posted the Nuggets posted a video of all the guys swinging golf clubs yeah I remember and that was our first podcast as DNVR employees like I think DN- it was. as people of the DNVR verse this DNVR family that we all love we were was that about a year ago Dude, yeah, it was at least a year ago. It was like last August, I think. Okay, like, uh, yeah, it was when was the bubble? I forget. A full year ago. Okay, yeah, the bubble feels like it was a while ago, but 
Yeah, and the only person on the Nuggets who knew how to swing a golf club was Paul Millsap, the old head. So I don't foresee a, a, a future career for Jamal Murray, but you never know. He's got a lot of time. He's only, what, 23, 24? Something like that. I can't remember, but, uh, yeah, I, that's got to be one of my picks. That's a great pick because, I once again, competitive fire. He Give us a couple lessons with Jamal Murray. You never know. You never know where he his position will be once you get Big Drive Mitch, who's a swing god, swing legend in in the lab with Jamal Murray, but he's going to be on the shelf for a while. All right, so I have this interesting article that I found kind of relating, well, completely relating to what we're talking about. And this is an article from Golf Digest, once again, Top Athlete Golfers. And... You know, it mentions the same. The Rafa Nadal's apparently is a great golfer. Steph Tennis Curry, players definitely would be good golfers. Tony Romo, also. et cetera. And so baseball, it's it's got these guys' motherfucking handicaps. Oh, it does. Yeah, okay. this is a great article. I'm going to shout out. Let's do a guess that handicap. Okay, I will. Uh, this is by Cliff Schrock, Golf Digest. This is actually great. All right, so. What year was this written? 2018. So okay, this is a couple years recent. old, So, but fairly recent. All right. The number one in baseball, the number one handicap that now they've said they've contacted agents, leagues, blah, blah, blah. But th- this is this seems pretty legit. So the number one MLB player. So this With is the, funny. The like the first handicap. the first like 12 dudes I'm scrolling down are all pitchers. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. They, they, they work one out of five days. And Kinda they also sounds like really Mitchell, don't work on their to base. be honest. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's fucking that cuts deep. All right. Anyways, all right. Plus one point nine handicap. This is this retired this, or active? This is. Uh, I can't tell if he's 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 been. We you'll know this name, so I'll give you that. So he tra- this blank reliever travels to the golf course in his pickup truck with fifteen to twenty pairs of golf shoes. One of our editors can attest to this. X player can hit a three iron two hundred and sixty yards. He's a reliever. He's been around the league. Famously a Washington National. Oh, fuck. Plus 1.9. I need your help. Give it to me. Hit me His with last it. name is something you cut your hair with. You do this to oh, your hair. Tyler Clippard? Hey, there okay. you go. Plus okay. 1.9. Okay. All right. Coming in at in fourth place. So Just... just Throwing this out there, I was about to say Edward Scissorhands. I don't, I don't think <laughs> he's a reliever said that. for the Nationals. That'd have made great content. Yeah, my fault. Anyways, so next next up, John Smoltz. We talked about him a plus one point five. Jeff McNeil, Mets infielder zero, and our boy Kyle Freeland a point two handicap. He's so we stick. were not far off. He would whoop your ass, dude. Oh, he would. Well, mm, We'll have to get that. We'll have, we'll get video. We this. actually we'll need to make that happen. Kyle, we're going to hit you up. Uh, we're going to get you out on the golf course. We need to make some content with you, bro. But I I definitely think that you, you've got a decent shot. I bet he hits it a long way. He's, what, 6'4"? Yeah, and he hits he hits, he swings the bat well, too. Yeah, he like, does. He's a pitcher that is nice. That nice. actually might go against him in his golf swing, though. You don't know But that. there's power there. Yeah. <laughs> and then going on with the next couple of MLB players, Aaron Hicks, Zach Grinke, Craig Stammen, Dan Otero, Bud Norris, Ian Happ, Jason Hamill, Shelby Miller, Adam Wainwright. Real quick, so, I don't think Zach Grinke would be any fun to play golf with. No. 
He's he's just a big old fucking bottom stick in the two mud. player in the MLB to play golf with, and he's not two. <laughs> who's the other one? He's not two. I don't know who's two. Oh, okay. he's just not two. Okay, he's the fucking he's worst player in the league. Weirdo, player. complete yeah, he, weirdo. He's probably yeah. He's got some weird rituals and shit. All I don't right, know. so we know Steph Curry. He's a zero. All right, this player has a zero handicap according to this source. Two-time NBA champion will go into the Hall of Fame this year, 2018, and has held the blank, blank, Ray of Hope Foundation Celebrity Golf Tournament. He's made four holes in one. As a basketball player. And he's a zero. He's a zero handicap. How long ago did he play? He retired probably two years ago. He was a Celtic. He made... He was a Celtic. Oh, Ray Allen. Okay, yeah. good, very good. Yep. Michael Jordan with the sloppy one point nine. Wow, he's getting he's getting cooked. And they do have J.R. Smith on here as an eight. That, so, okay, so I guess to use, and that was a couple years ago. I bet he's like a legit five right now, like a four or five. Not knocking it, but that's generally not college golf material. All right, we'll move on to the NFL. Okay, kicker. Imagine that. Plus two point two. He he made his name famously, I think, as a Titan. We've watched him play a ton of football. Oh oh, isn't he on national broadcast? No, he's. I think he's still uh, kicking, or he's like one of those dudes that just sits around the league and waits till like somebody's kicker gets hurt, and oh, he'll fuck. probably like show up. He may still be in the league. Let me. I gotta. I'll. I'll find. Who out, is it? No, just keep just guess. Titans kicker. How many Titans kickers have there been? Well, it feels like it's been a while. Um, I can't. Oh, he currently he's still in the NFL. He kicks for the Bucks. Come on. I didn't know that he kicked for the Bucks. Oh, obviously, God, also dude, I'm it. I'm drawing a blank. Ryan Suckup. Dude, I was actually gonna say Suckup. Well, fucking just say oh, it. Let it fly. I didn't want to feel like a dumbass. Let it fly next okay, time. Suck dude. Up. Okay, Suckup. Okay, my fault. That. My Let fault. him fly. What is he a plus two? Plus two point two. So, pretty impressive stuff from Mr. Suckup. Not a great last name for golf, but, you know, whatever. And then we got Matt Ryan's a plus 1.2. Yeah, he impressive. seems like he's been playing a lot of golf because his fucking football game is shit. And Brett Kern, so Titans kicker at this time and Pro Bowl Former. punter. Okay. Both plus handicaps. So, I guarantee they're not doing a lot of work at practice. They're just worried about what time their tea time is. Yeah, their tea time. 100%. Their tea time is after practice. <laughs> Uh, what, where's have, McManus? They have Peyton Manning listed as a 3.5. Okay. So not bad. Not bad for Respectable. showing for, the, for yeah. the, the sheriff. Aaron Rodgers is definitely lower now. He, He's a 4.3 on here. This is 18. So, I mean, not bad. If you're a 4.3, you're pretty much a scratch golfer. You can try to compete. Um, Does it not have McManus anywhere on that? Because I think he's like scratch. Uh, Kyle Fuller, apparently a better golfer than a corner because he's an 8.8. <laughs> he got his shit cooked last weekend. 8.8 handicap. Game. Kyle Bacon Fuller. Um, <laughs> they don't have – they have Josh Allen even on this. Really? As an 11, but they are doing our boy Brandon McManus a disservice. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Brandon McManus is a member at a car at a golf club, which is about 15 minutes from the Valley of Fun. Um, feels like a different world, but it's pretty close, actually, from an, a geographical standpoint. And I want to say he's around a scratch. And I know that our buddy Justin Sternad, the linebacker for the Broncos, um, he wants to get me out on the course of Brandon McManus because obviously McManus has no clue who I am. And we're going to get a decent-sized money game going. I just want to hustle the shit out of McManus. 
um, take his diaper money from him. But uh, I don't know. Like, it, it's going to be tough to do. I would be fairly starstruck playing with McManus personally. I still think I'd beat him. Not easily, but I'd beat him for sure. I'd I'd feel pretty good about that. I wouldn't be throwing, what, five grand? Justin said something about, I don't know, a unit, a pretty decent-sized unit <laughs> down on this we golf don't match. We don't talk money. We talk units. Yeah, we do. That's the respectable way to talk about just a gambling. huge unit. Just the, just one large unit. On that. Yeah. It looks and like then, a so, side. Johnny Manziel is a six. Okay, but now he, but he's like trying updated. to he's, yeah, yeah he's trying to play pro golf so he's never gonna make which it which is just dumb like it's Johnny Manziel better pro golfer better pro football player go do you know what uh, uh yeah it's tough to say um do you know what professional golf is if you're not really good enough to make it a giant waste of money and I know that firsthand like I well I he's did, a silver spooner and played in the NFL so he's oh yeah he's got daddy's it. oil money out there on the golf course like. He's like every other Texas A&M kid that's ever lived. But uh, he's not going to make it professionally. He's given himself a certain amount of time. I don't know why people think they can just step into golf and do it. You know, it doesn't really doesn't make sense to me. So we'll go into hockey real quick since it's Avs opening night. We're going to be there's some good sticks if. People don't know hockey players are really good golfers. No, and looking at the handicaps, like there's way more dudes at pluses than any other sport. Well, and it's because partially because they're off all summer, so they have all summer to golf. Um, it's cottage season. They're up in their cottages up in Canada or um, Northern America and Minnesota, Wisconsin, whatever. They're golfing their asses off, and their swing is like a, a hockey swing is not completely unlike a golf swing. It's I'd say a hockey swing is more similar to a golf swing than a baseball swing, for sure. Because you're hitting something off the ground. Yeah, so and you're you kind have of to like, controlling your low point. You have to like keep that stick low. Like I tried to swing a hockey stick once. I got on the Avs ice after a game, tried to hit a slap shot. It was horrid, but I can understand the feeling of like keeping the, the blade low through the swing and like making good contact. And you absolutely have to do that with a hockey puck. Same with a golf ball, so... I, I understand these rankings now, and so I'll give you the, 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 the top hockey player in golf in 2018. This is Anthony Manta. is a plus 3.2. 6'4 winger, plays in several charity golf outings. The, the first Av I can find, Av, Avalanche player, I don't know, Av. Avalanche player. not really, yeah, Avalanche player. He's our boy, currently ranked number two in the last player ranking, um, Nathan McKinnon. He's a four. He's not a four. That's false. Well, he. You know what's funny is this is just golf for you. Like, you we've never seen the dude play around a golf. The only time we saw him swing a golf club was when he absolutely shit pumped one in the into the shit. Well, he also at did Tahoe a when he was spitting chicklets. Oh, okay. And it didn't look good. Okay, it, it was, so he's not a four. This is it, all that, he's a sandbagging so th- son of a bitch. We're throwing all this out, out. This yeah. whole article, everything we just talked about for the last fifteen minutes, out. No, I mean I'm. I don't think he's. Who knows where he thinks he's a four at? But he's not a four. Um, <laughs> he's entering those. I will say, like Ryan Whitney, who used to play for. Uh, he got a vanity handicap. Yeah, van- he's not even a sandbagger. He's got a vanity handicap. Oh yes, I'm sorry. It's the opposite. Um, but Ryan Whitney, who does the hockey podcast Spit and Chicklets, and also does uh, used to play for the Boston Bruins, Pittsburgh. Or no, I'm sorry, he played for the Penguins, uh, Oilers. He's like a plus two, two and a half. Like he's a fucking good stick. He just he qualified for the uh, 
the Massachusetts amateur shit like that. So he's a good player. Like he's no joke, but, uh, he wasn't a very great hockey player anyways. So, um, better be good at something. Right. But there's guys like that in hockey that transition so smoothly into golf. It's fucking insane. Yeah. So we, we've gone over NFL, NHL, MLB, NBA. So these are pretty, pretty impressive stuff from these guys being plus handicaps and also being professional athletes and, probably way better at the other sport. But speaking of the NFL and DraftKings Sportsbook, who this podcast is brought to you by, of course, we're already into week six of the NFL season. Please slow down at some point. I'm begging you. And DraftKings Sportsbook is still giving you a chance to win big with betting $1 on any NFL game and winning $100 in free bets if any team in the, in the game you bet scores a point. So there hasn't been a 0-0 tie in the NFL since 2000, or since 2000, 1943, which feels like 2000 at this point. Feels like forever ago. This is basically a no-brainer bet. And DraftKings is now also offering same-game parlays, so you can combine multiple bets. I do this every Broncos game. I've been just a few off the last couple of games. Last game, I was a Big Ben pick. And a Javante Williams touchdown, which he got tackled at the two-yard line, heartbreaker away from like $1,300. Not a big deal or anything, but I was close. And so you can do the same game parlay now. Just flip that switch over to on, and you can bet like five or six things from one game and make that payout massive. So DraftKings is the the site you guys need to use. It's the site we use all the time. It's the site we get all our odds from, especially when we're talking about betting golf. So make sure you head over to DraftKings. It's safe, reliable, and secure. And you can deposit and withdraw any of the money uh, that is in your account at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and you win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Promo code DNVR. This week only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, Please call 1-800-522-4700. All right, a couple of quick stories we're going to touch on before we get to Fairway or 4. Uh, thank you guys all for your votes last week on Fairway or 4, by the way. Um, a couple of quick stories in golf I want to touch on is, first of all, this is insane insanity shit. This is just Captain Insano, Banana Land type of scenario. So this girl... High schooler. I saw that. Shoots 57. I think she's a sophomore in high school. She's a sophomore in high school. She shoots 57. She's from North Carolina, not Phoenix. (laughs) And so her name is Reagan. Or no, her name is That's the high school she goes to. Reagan High School's Macy Pate posted a 57 to capture the Central Piedmont 4A Conference Championship. She went on a fucking insane birdie run. And she won the tournament. Like, her... Her teammate shot six, uh, 64 and lost by seven shots. Like, can that you imagine is that? Insane. That is just that is full banana land. I might quit golf. Yeah, like so. Her team was, had first, second, and third place. She shattered the North Carolina high school record by over four shots. Probably the all-time high school yeah. scoring record. Well, you could, yeah, it's got to be close to that. Which it was currently held by uh, P- LPGA professional Jennifer Chang. And she goes, in a quote, this is also from the Golf Digest, it's really hard to describe what was going on. I just sort of hit the shots and tried to make the putts when I had chances. Well, it sounds like you had a fucking chance every hole. 
because if you shoot 14 under in a fucking golf tournament, yeah, you as got a, a lot sophomore, of like, good, that's insane. I, she can't even probably. She, her mom probably had to drive her to the golf course. I hate to say it, but that's got to be peaking. Like that's peaking for her. I don't, and like, even making it on tour, she'll never come close to 57 again. Mm. I can no, and I and can, then the course was almost 5,000 yards, so it's not like it was a pitch and putt, not a par three. This is a par 71. Yeah, 57. Like that's I can't even fucking bonkers. wrap my head around that. That is that is stupid low. Like people are just starting to go lower and lower and make more birdies, more birdies. I yeah, I, I don't even get it, man. It's fucking insane. That yeah. is that her, is wild. Her career seems hosed. <laughs> like well, that's what I I'm don't saying. know like, what you, you can early do like that. You're 15. You shoot 57. Where can you go from there? How do you go up from there? You don't. Yeah, like you can't like. 54 is possible. There's like a book about that, basically saying you can birdie every hole, especially at your home course, because you have before. And it's obviously a you know a, a help book. I read I read a lot of golf help books, <laughs> um, but like I, I reading that I, I almost like I, I still don't believe it. Like I, I would have loved to just be a, a fly on the wall. Also, yeah, yeah. That imagine the girl playing with her probably shooting like 87 like what the fuck like feeling on? great about it like feeling like she's about to get qualify for her state championship yeah and this girl's out here firing 57 not even on nine holes <laughs> that is fucking on ins- a full yeah like she comes in she goes i shot 57 you're like what'd you shoot on the back nine no that's all 18 that's yeah there's not really words to describe how insane that is all right and one more story so shout out to her Incredible round, bringing girls golf is just on a, a huge upswing right now. These girls are all seeing Nellie Corda and the girl Jessica Corda and just getting hyped up and now firing 57s, which is just fucking unbelievable. Phenomenal. But, all right, I'm going to give you, this is a little quiz. Before we start Fairway or Four, I want to give you a little quiz. You give me the player on tour. I'll give you their stats since 2017 and where they rank on the PGA Tour. Nin- 98 events first. Okay. Rounds 342 first. Birdies 1,413. Did I say this is since 2017? Mm-hmm. Okay. First. Rounds under par 223 first. Rounds in the 60s 181 first. Rounds of 67 or less 86 first. Eagles 41 second. Name this PGA Tour player. Since 2017. Fuck. Justin Thomas. Eh. Patrick Reed. Eh. Daniel Berger. Eh. I'll give you a hint. He just won a tournament shooting 24 under. Fuck. Won the last tournament on the PGA Tour. This just makes me look bad because I don't know who won the last event on the PGA Tour. Sun JM. Holy shit. This oh, dude yeah. is he, churning he, out the rounds, he's churning out the tournaments, and balling the fuck out. Okay, well, so there was an article about him. That makes sense because he's number one in rounds. There was an article about him that came out, was either last year, was he a rookie? Or a rookie? No, he was a rookie in 2017, I would yeah. say. Um, but he is full status uh, PGA Tour and does not have a home in America. So... He literally plays in every event he can. Um, when he has a week off, when they don't play, he'll go get a hotel room at some random place and and practice at some court, you know, wherever he's at. But he legitimately does not have a home. 
he lives out of hotels in America. I, I think he's Korean. Is he Korean? S- South South uh, Korean? Oh yeah. Remember we talked about this. Yeah, I don't South say Korean. It. Okay. Props to us for the, the geographical reference. Um yeah, he doesn't have a home over here, but he's a full time PGA tour status guy. So he's a grinder, dude. I think he lives to play golf. Dude, he loves it. He absolutely loves yeah the game and that i love to see that yeah that's he was, awesome that he almost won the masters last year against dustin like it's a guy that is completely dominating on mm-hmm. the pga tour in terms of all those stats and like you said fuck he's like i don't have anywhere to live i might as well fucking play next week and next week and the week after and yeah the week he's after. exempt for all of them might as well fucking play in them that's what he does he's he's a grinder he's a golfer absolutely he's doing what he loves grinder Grinder. Respect it, man. Not too soon. Too soon. (laughs) Too soon on that. All right. I don't think we'll see that clip anytime soon. We're going to wrap up this pod with our our new segment. It's not really new anymore. It's the second episode of the segment. We appreciate you guys getting on Twitter and voting. Um, Do it again. We're going to tweet these out, and we're going to get you guys' votes on them. So from last week, some of our fairways are for being the green text guy in a group. 83% 83% for, 17% loser. <laughs> no, 17% Android people. That's fine. You know, whatever you got to do. Uh, Sam, if you're out there listening, I know you have an Android. I love you. I'm sorry. You, you can't be in our group text because we just don't allow that. Wearing non-matching socks. We got 77% for and 23% women. <laughs> so, yeah, no so, shit. No, I honestly, like, that's not sexist at all. I've never seen a dude, uh, except for Logan Lenz, I've seen him do that. He's a psychopath. Yeah. I've seen him toss onto non-matching socks. I've almost never seen a dude do that. But Kylie, I love you, but she's always putting on different socks. Our dog eats half of her socks, so she just puts together two random semi-white, semi-the-same-color socks. Kind of doesn't have a choice. Absolutely insane still. I would never do that. I'll never leave the house without matching socks. And one of our last ones we put on Twitter, uh, the Rockies paying uh, Antonio Senzatella and CJ Crone 73% fairway. Okay. So they were, the people were on with uh, new inter well, non now non interim permanent GM, Bill Schmidt from the Rockies paying pitcher Antonio Senzatella and first baseman, Tearing it up to hitting 280, 28 bombs, CJ Crone. All right. For our fairway or four this year, I'm going to start it out today, this episode, not this year. Wow, dude. That Red Bull vodka is hitting me. Yeah, Spencer's. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is embarrassing already. We're going to move on. All right. So, this is something I never do. And I think it's a complete waste of time. I know I'm going to get some backlash on this. All right. Fairway or four, Mitchell. Rewatching a show or a movie more than once. I'd say that's fairway, dude. I do that shit a lot. Like, I I've watched. I, I'm not a big movie watcher over like movies or movies, but TV shows, hundred percent. I that's definitely fairway for me. See, dude, I'm I'm so out on on that. I like when I've seen something, I I have no desire to sit down but and then waste you pick hours. Up shit that you didn't see the first time. That's the difference, bro. You catch all the subtleties. And Lord knows that as much as you look at your phone, you even see what happened the fucking first time. Am I wrong? Nah, probably not wrong. Okay, so yeah, you're welcome. Spencer just glosses over literally everything. 
even our conversations, 90% of the time, he has no clue what I'm even saying. Um, so that's fairway. You're fucked up there. Yeah, you're definitely going to catch an L there. Um, so uh, I am sticking with sports on this one. Chiefs are two and three. They haven't been in that position since uh, 2014, I want to say. Those were the good old days. Yeah, those were the good beating old the shit days. out of them all the time. Shortest franchise or uh, shortest dynasty ever to exist. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. But they're two and three. Are they going to miss the playoffs? Is that fair way or four? Uh, th- I'm going to say that's four. I don't want to say it's four. But I will say this. The Chargers look really fucking good. Justin Herbert Chargers are very good. is a wagon. The Ravens seem to just win no matter how fucking down they are. Let's not talk about 19, it. 19. Yeah, 21, let's not talk about it. Whatever. The Ravens are a good football team. The Bengals are a good football team this year, which is kind of shocking. Also, they have a franchise quarterback. We still can't find one. The Titans are in. Eh, the Colts, fuck them. I don't care if they don't win another game the rest of the year. So you're look- when you're looking at the AFC playoff picture, you got oh, the Bills are a wagon. Okay, the rest of the team in the Bills division are trash. The Patriots, trash. Sorry. The Jets, trash. The Dolphins, even bigger pile of steaming hot trash. So that three teams are out. The Raiders, fake. Their coach is an idiot. Gruden's fired. They're probably still going to beat us Sunday. But they're trash. The Broncos, eh. Teetering. Yeah, the Broncos are teetering on either, like, this week they win, I'm back fucking pushing all in they're out i'm picking up my chips and leaving the table and going to find a slot machine that's how i am on the broncos right now that could change the chargers are wagon okay so we've got holy shit dude i didn't ask you to summarize the whole fucking uh, i well you asked me a question so i'm going to answer the question they're going to make the playoffs. i'm trying to figure out if there's six better teams in the afc than them and i don't think there are no that's fair i don't think there are but i mean there's their record still to qualify yeah but there's teams lost, in weaker they, divisions. Okay, they're they're yeah, but still they are two and three. They could easily finish the season thirteen and four. Yeah, they, they're I, that I, I good. know, I know. But I'm just saying, and it's a hot take. It this isn't factual, you know. We'll fucking catch whatever backlash we need on this. But uh, and I thought it was kind of a ridiculous question because I saw the headline. Excuse me on ESPN. I don't think they're gonna miss the playoffs. But it is just fun to entertain that that idea. Oh, that piece feels so fucking good. Fucking Patrick Mahomes and his his wife, wife and just his brother screaming the at the TV and his brother recording TikToks in the corner. His wife telling Patrick's going to be divorced. That the the fucking refs are never in their favor. I was like, oh my god, you've never watched. A yeah, she's game. too busy recording Jackson's TikToks for him. She's not definitely not watching football. But anywho, I thought that was a, a decent no, decent topic. That's a decent thought provoking. Uh, conversation starting topic. Yeah, so. I appreciate that. I got a little too far into it. Yeah, you I, went. I was like, like, "Holy shit, we're getting well, a whole AFC summary here." I'm trying to figure out if there were six teams better than them because seven teams make the playoffs. Yeah, I just I don't g- think there are. I get that. It's okay, def- especially now, even now when they're bad, I don't think there's six teams. No, I, I agree completely. But I well, you gotta throw talk. out hot takes. You know, fun to talk provo- about. It's provocative. It's it gets the people going. Hundred percent. All right, my next fairway or four, going to golf, hoodies and golf. They are making a, they are back, huge comeback, huge splash, huge splash. Maybe not even a comeback. They're on the come up. Yeah, exactly. this is this is a hoodie say, come, up. come back. There was never they, a there they, was never hoodies and golf before this. Yeah. So are you are you in fairway? Or are you out on hoodies and golf? I love it. I think it's dope. 
I remember Ryan Moore was the first one to start it back in like probably 10, 12 years ago. And he caught a bunch of shit for it. He was always kind of the casual dresser. Um, he wore echo shoes initially. I think he probably still does if he's playing on tour. Um, but they they were one of the first like casual golf shoes and he, who's he sponsored by? Is it Travis Matthew? Maybe, um, maybe not Travis Matthew, but one of those companies and he was always wearing hoodies and I think it's awesome, man. Like, why not? It's a beanie. Like why were hoodies invented? Because it's convenient. You have a, a, a head covering when you need it and it's right there when you don't. And I think they look badass too. So that's a definite fairway for me. Big fan of the. I actually don't own a, a golf specific hoodie, but I have a Travis Matthew one, and I fucking I definitely love would. it. Yeah, I ordered so. I had a meeting, a merchandise meeting today. I ordered so many hoodies. Of course you did. Must be nice. We're trying to be proactive, bro. We're trying sure. to be forward. We're trying thinking. to. Yeah, exactly. We're trying to attract the young demographic. Okay, uh, my next fairway or four. This is a weird one. I think you're on the same page as me, but I don't think. Anybody I've talked to has not even been in the same ballpark as I am on this. Um, eating cheese and apples, like any combination of cheese and apples together. Uh, is that a fair way or four? Because I personally love that shit. Like, that's fire. It's a very Midwestern thing. Um, we're f- our, Both of our sides of our family are from the Midwest, Minnesota and Iowa. And people back there put... Ch- cheddar cheese on their apple pie personally that sounds phenomenal but spencer what do you think fairway or four so if if i am talking in the non-current spencer me which i don't eat cheese i'm df dairy free i might toss some of my dia cheese on some apple pie okay but before you're dairy free i honestly i i i'd i'd have to say four wow but I haven't tried it, so I could be a fairway. I could be we bouncing dip, off the trees. We dipped grilled cheeses and applesauce growing up all the fucking okay, time. Okay, well, yes, that was a fire move, but th- you have me a little fucked up with the cheese, melted cheese on apple pie scenario. That seems like a sandwich that's now a dessert. Can't a mix dirt. those two. It's a dirt. It's a dirt. It's you a, might. It's a dessert with cheese on it's it. It's a sand dessert. It's sand, a, it's a des- switch. Deswitch. I think it's I, a I don't. Switch. I. Grilled cheese and applesauce you put fully cheese, in. Imagine like a panini press with two slices of apple pie with cheese in between. That's a Deswitch. And that sounds like it m- might give you diabetes, but there's a lot of sugar there. Um, but that sounds absolutely fire. I, I don't know about you, but that sounds great to me. Um, so I'm four on it. You're full of shit, is what you are, but. <laughs> Okay, keep your four of shit. Your four of shit. But yeah, so I'm I'm out. I'm out on that. All right. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. You guys better go on to Twitter. We're gonna tweet these out. Make sure you vote. Um, we've got a little wrap up. We've got cheese and apples together. We've got the Chiefs missing the playoffs. We've got hoodies in golf, and we have rewatching movies and shows twice. So make sure you guys go in and vote for those on our Twitter. Follow us on the Twitter at DNVR underscore golf. Make sure you check out our TikTok also DNVR underscore golf. We appreciate you guys all listening. Tell a friend or tell 10. uh, And we'll talk to you guys next week for this episode of Big Drive Energy. I am Big Drive Spence. He is Big Drive Mitch. We are headed to the abs game. Peace. Peace.